Hello, friends. Welcome to Brainworms, the podcast that has sympathy for the devil. I'm Joe. I'm David. And I'm Kane. And Chris was, well, let's just say he hasn't come off the elevator yet. Wait, what? Um, we, You remember we, we took a ride with that lady, nobody looked at her, that whole thing. Oh, I wasn't there. Oh, right. I'm not allowed out of my room. That was a different you. Yeah. That was the one we take out places. <laughs> Social cane is a different cane. <laughs> okay. Makes sense. Sometimes only exists in the internet. Robot body, I think, was pretty inspired, but... Uh... <laughs> Built it out of garbage. Yeah, <laughs> just like his real body. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, so Chris is gone. He's in some realm. So what are we going to do today? So... Since, you know, we have nothing better to do, I figure we'll do more internet rituals. Just dark witchcraft that I found on the uh, the internet. Everyone's favorite pastime. Exactly. <laughs> and I figured that we should just go straight to the top and talk directly to his infernal majesty, the devil. I'm here for that. Yeah, I know you're, you're very fond of El Diablo. Hmm. Which devil? Lucifer or yeah, Jersey Devil? I mean, he seems like a pretty chill guy. I think it's going to be Lucifer. Mm, okay. Is Lucifer Satan? Is Satan Lucifer? Discuss amongst yourselves. Is Satan Abaddon or Beelzebub? I mean, clearly not. That's a triumvirate in hell. Or is it Samael? Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 or are, all the, are these all just devil well like we can get into like hebrew mistranslations and you know the and and, and kane you you seem knowledgeable about devil related subject matter you may be able to guide my vague memories of reading books about this lucifer i believe or no satan it, ha hashatan is a mistranslation of just the enemy yep, yep and yep. then christian propaganda over the centuries transformed that very non-specific word just referring to your enemy, the person that wants to harm you, this concept of this boogeyman that wants to take you to the bad place. Yeah, that sounds good. At least is my understanding. Right. And uh, that's that's also my understanding, you know, sort of the Judaic history of the concept of an enemy or an adversary, and then applying that to the concept of monotheistic sky daddy right then you got the devil and that was satan and later milton basically was like hey there's this one passage in the bible and i could make a fanfic <laughs> and so cast lucifer which was just you know the light bringer the morning star or whatever in the role of satan right and somewhere before that you had Islam, mm -hmm. which uh, took the concept of the adversary and the named entity of Satan and applied that concept to a rogue jinn mm -hmm. named Iblis. And Iblis was a, uh, a jinn who rose up against God in anger over the creation of humans Um Made a lot more sense because angels don't have free will, so how could they rebel? Right. But, you know, the jinn, they are creatures with their own will and powerful on the 
level of angels. So personally, in my own head canon, that's the one that I like to accept. So for today's sense, yeah. experiment, I will be summoning Iblis. <laughs> Ooh, nice. And I believe Dante's Inferno, which was arguably the first self-insert fan fiction, <laughs> had a lot to do with sort of what modern understandings of the devil and hell completely non-biblical oh yeah yeah just kind of created out of whole cloth really yeah you'll be away from god i think is what is the closest that any actual printed theology has to do with any of that yeah i mean if if i recall correctly and it's been a while since yeah, i was really I'm sharp on, on all memories. of this but uh gehenna was just the place that the ancient Jews threw their garbage and burned it. Mm -hmm. And so at one point during a sermon, Jesus was like, hey, you don't want to go to hell because hell is the absence of God. Right. And being there would be sort of like being stuck in Gehenna all the time. Sure, sure. Just really unpleasant and it would smell bad. Mm -hmm. And, you know, telephone game and fear-mongering creates uh a, a lot <laughs> yeah right <laughs> shit we've seen that in the last two years oh yeah for sure so yeah we're gonna get we're gonna learn straight from the source via casey pierce some random creepypasta writer on creepypasta.com we're gonna find a way to talk directly to the devil awesome yeah uh, i've been wondering some things now i have a, a sort of a side question here oh sure is it really a creepypasta if you know who wrote it that's an interesting question it is hosted on creepypasta.com right but is this another instance of you know words ceasing to mean anything right because by definition at least in the the early days of creepypasta it was just it was something that was copied on different websites and passed around right like a, was, like a campfire story yeah copy paste yeah became a copy pasta and then the scary ones became creepypastas. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe just the meaning of creepypasta has changed over the years. Who's to say? <sighs> and maybe this is something that Casey Pierce, you know, like like the guy that wrote down the scary stories to tell in the dark. Mm -hmm. Alvin Schwartz. That's the guy. Yeah. Those were all old folk tales and old, you know, campfire stories and the like. Anyway, he didn't write them but he collected them and he put his own spin on them. So maybe that's what Casey's done here. Perhaps he's an amateur folklorist who went out and collected various versions of how to summon the devil. Maybe. I doubt it, but maybe. Press F to doubt. <laughs> um, I do want to point out, just so that we know what we're getting into, you know, forewarned is forearmed. The first comment on this story is, if people have any common sense, they will avoid any interaction with Satan and try not to provoke the father of lies. Well, sure. Clearly, we do not have common sense, but, oh, listener, <laughs> turn back now. Abandon hope, all ye who enter unto here. Right, yeah. If you try this at home, just note that this commenter has suggested that you not. And, uh, you know, if you, if you do try this and uh, it works out for you, and uh, you get to talk to old Lou... Nick Scratch. Old uh, Scratch. <laughs> yeah. My name is Lucifer. Please take my hand. Uh, maybe ask him to tell all of his friends to go to WeGiveYouBrainworms.com. Yeah, you can go there with your friend Lucifer and all of his devil buddies. 
and you can support whatever the fuck this is. Maybe make a uh, donation of $666. Wow. Or like $6.66, whatever tickles your pickle. I mean, yeah, I guess that would be a little more budget friendly. <laughs> you can also go into our Funky Fresh Discord server, which is very demonic. Is it? It's evil incarnate. Right. <laughs> evil! Yeah. I don't know. Leave me alone. <laughs> I feel like we've already summoned the devil by giving Chris a life advice channel on the Discord. It's true. It's true. Yeah, that was probably ill-advised. Oh, man. What are all of those poor people coming to him for life advice going to do while he's stuck in the elevator realm? <laughs> <laughs> There's no Wi-Fi there. That's true. Luckily, Chris doesn't actually respond to things in the life advice channel, so we're good. <laughs> That's actually lucky on multiple levels. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, there's like, how do you solve a problem like Maria? And then the only response is from Boots Prime saying, damn it, now it's stuck in my head. <laughs> there's also a uh, shout at us button on wegiveyoubrainworms.com, which I think only bots use. It's, yeah. I mean, would you like me to quickly, since it's just us, it's just, it's just the three of us. Let me pull up some some new uh, yeah. messages from yeah, Some of those bot messages, speaking of, you know, demonic, creepy things, are very esoteric and sometimes unsettling. <laughs> sort of like me. Sure. All right. So, new entry, contact form. Name, CSS. Email, refbb at aol.com oh wow <laughs> that's unique <laughs> the message is steel like the metal or like the act like the metal okay then we get uh, a lot of them are just advertisements for like medical procedures and masks and stuff like that get 50 percent off of a baseball cap i would like a baseball cap ah here we go you ready yeah <laughs> name protocol email ariba spelling at gmail.com. Okay. Message, home. That's the only message? That's it? Just home? Yep. A little huh. creepy. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got steel and home. It's too bad it's the metal. Otherwise, we'd have like a baseball thing going on here. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we get weird emails from bots or from evil, demented AIs in the internet trying to communicate in the only way they can. Yeah. I blame Kane. Probably my fault. Yeah, probably. Uh, fuck, I don't know. I'm out of shit to say. You want to learn how to talk to the devil or whatever? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's I do mean, it. I got nothing better to do. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> the Devil Game. <laughs> Pray for devils have no reason. I don't know the actual tune here. If anyone knows this Kansas song, feel free to correct me, but... I don't. I'm, I'm not a Kansas. Um, I only know one Kansas song, and uh, that's because I watched Supernatural for yep. like six or <laughs> right. seven seasons. <laughs> I mean, I remember hearing Dust in the Wind on like classic rock radio back in oh, the sure. day. Didn't they do Horse with No Name as well? No, that's America. That is yeah. America. Okay. Well, I mean, it's all Kansas to me. They sound very similar. Yeah, it is. It is. Guar did a cover of Carry On My Wayward Son before Odorous passed. Uh-huh. And Odorous explains that they got to the list late. And everybody had already taken all the good songs. So, <laughs> so Guar was going to cover some cliche 70s crap rock. And then they cut into the song. And that's basically what Carry On My Wayward Son is. It's, it's cliche 
70s crap rock. Yeah, it's dad rock at its finest. Yeah, it's true. Weird choice for this creepypasta writer to... Yeah, this this writer apparently is a big Kansas fan. Like, of all the choices... Maybe because of the supernatural connection, like they're doing some work there. Maybe. But, like, Black Sabbath exists. Well, this song (laughs) is specifically called The Devil Game. So, I mean, it is The Devil Game. But there are so many other songs you could have used for this, like... There is no shortage of rock songs talking right. about the devil. That's all I'm getting at here. And Kansas is not cool. <laughs> or particularly well known for their satanic leanings. Right, yeah. Maybe I've been sleeping on Kansas. I don't know. Do I weigh in, listeners? Should we listen to Kansas? <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, doesn't Kansas also do Dust in the Wind, which is existentialism for babies? Dust. So? Wind. (laughs) Dude. All we are is dust in the wind. Pray, for devils have no reason. Satan waits to curse your ways. Have you seen it in his eyes in the sunset? Have you wondered if he's laughing when he plays? Kansas, the devil game. All right. This is a set of instructions for how to speak with the devil, which, as those of you with any sort of brains at all might note, is a patently moronic proposition on the face of it. I don't think that's true. One likely to culminate in any number of thoroughly unpleasant fates. Honestly, it would probably be smarter to publish your credit card number on Facebook or take up a career in crocodile wrestling. I don't know. Ask Robert Johnson. Seemed to work out okay for him. Yeah, he got real good at guitar. Right. But then that isn't going to stop you, is it? Not if you're sincerely interested, at least. Technically, if you do everything just right, there's a fair chance you'll walk away scot-free, and that seems to be reason enough for some people to decide that it's a good idea. Especially if you're the fate-tempting, thrill-seeking, scare-junkie type. Or the desperate type. Why not both? (laughs) Which brings me to a point of clarification I ought to make. This is not a manual for making any kind of Faustian bargain. You know, the whole sell your soul type of deal. Although, if you happen to bring it up in conversation, he certainly wouldn't be one to refuse. Following through with such a foolhardy bargain, however, would necessitate removing some of the protections which you will put in place for your conversation. And I don't think I need to spell out for you why that would be a bad idea. If you're really mathematically impaired enough to want to trade something that will last an infinite number of years for something that might last about 90 tops, there are plenty of other rituals out there for you to follow. This one, if performed correctly, should only allow the two of you to talk. So it's like a Skype call with the devil, not legally binding. That's cool. Okay. You can have a Zoom meeting (laughs) with El Diablo. Can I just text the devil? (laughs) This perhaps begs the question of what no it doesn't <sighs> words mean things mhm this perhaps begs the question of why exactly you would want to speak with the devil in the first place maybe some of you just like the idea of making small talk with extremely dangerous occult entities but for the sake of the human race i hope most of you aren't quite that stupid why is this story so condescending it's pretty condescending. It is pretty condescending. Here, I'm going to give you a list of things you should never do. And let me tell you, you're real dumb if you do. Well, you wrote it down, asshole. You wrote it and you put it where I could find it and get it. Don't judge me for having what? Yeah. <laughs> asshole. What a dick. 
Like, look, if you didn't want people to summon the devil, right? Mm -hmm. Don't expose your ability to do so by giving us the ingredients. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's just like, I don't know. It's like making a garden, putting two people in it, and then populating a tree with a fruit that you tell them not to eat. See what you did there? Some asshole behavior there. Truly mm -hmm. asshole behavior. Wait, that unlocks the conversation about the devil gave us our free will. It does. It does. <laughs> Although technically that was just a snake. Right. Short answer is he knows things. Things that some of you may have a deep vested interest in finding out. I mean, he's not omniscient or anything. Much as he might like to pretend otherwise, he's not God. But he's definitely got a supernatural advantage over the kind of knowledge any human would be able to obtain. For example, he probably wouldn't be able to predict when the next world war will happen, or tell you the cure for cancer, but he could very well be able to predict the winning numbers of tomorrow's $500 million Powerball drawing, or tell you what deadly, undiagnosed condition might be afflicting one of your loved ones. Why one and not the other? Yeah. Right. Right. And why wouldn't God give us that information? Yeah. I mean, I can see why God wouldn't give you the winning lotto numbers. No, no, no. I'm talking about the next world war. Or how to cure cancer. Or how to yeah, cure cancer. Yeah. Or just you know? not have cancer to begin with. Yeah, just don't. Yeah. If God has that power, then why? Well, I mean, even if you run on the argument like God, you know, is is up there and things are happening and he wants us to deal with it. Like From cancer's distance, been. God is watching us. God damn it. Uh, but <laughs> like, wouldn't it, would, it seems like it would be a good idea if God was like, you know, I made that cancer thing and it's real destructive. All right, I'm going to I'm going to grace this human with the knowledge of how to to fix it. Sure. And then I'm going to stop the pharmaceutical companies from killing that person. Like I'm going to make this mm -hmm. happen. Instead of just making everything disappear so that people still have to rely on faith or whatever the bizarre test he set <laughs> out for humanity. Sure. He could at least do good. But allow skeptics to be like, no, it was just science. <laughs> and, and cancer is just unregulated growth, right? That's right. At the end of the day, all it is. Okay, so it's a flaw in, in his perfect creation. <laughs> it's it's a flaw in the hardware. Even the shittiest engineer, given ten thousand years, let's be generous. Let's say six thousand years to make sure. the fucking young earthers happy. Over six thousand years, you're gonna notice that, and I don't know. That's just He's a bad programmer. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Blind watchmaker. <laughs> of course, the Prince of Darkness doesn't just go around giving out winning lottery numbers to anybody who asks. And trusting any sort of information obtained from a being commonly described as the father of all lies is liable to land you in a worse situation than you were in when you started. However, if you're really dead set on finding something out, and you've exhausted all other options, there is a way to try to get accurate information out of the guy. What if, hypothetically, we're, we're just whistling in the wind here. We're just spitballing here. <laughs> Tossing it against the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if I were someone who wanted to make out with the devil? Just like like kiss him with tongue? Yeah, I'm sure he'd be down with that. I don't know. I, I don't know if you're allowed to touch. Like, this is, it, yeah. again. Is it know, like strip like, club rules? That's yeah. No touching. <laughs> don't touch the devil. <laughs> Bouncer. <laughs> Who is the bouncer for the devil? <laughs> That's what I want to know is if this ritual will allow me to kiss the devil. Yeah. 
and I mean, if, you know, we get to some other bases. I mean, consent is everything. So if the devil's into making out with you, then right. I, I imagine that he'll do whatever the hell he wants. Sure, sure. Hey, Satan, you're looking pretty makey-outy today. Yeah, you want to <laughs> make out a little bit? You know. You want to do some tongue wrestling? <laughs> Does he have a fourth one? Because that would be interesting. David, was that weird croak your making out noise? Because <laughs> I have questions about your make out technique. I actually I, don't. I don't. I don't want to know anything about it. Let's I'll, just I'll, I'll show summon you later, the devil. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you see, like so many of the more urbane villains in popular culture, the devil has a bit of a penchant for games and gambling. Of course, the reason he likes them so much is that he almost always wins. Unless you happen to be a fiddler named Johnny or are being represented by Daniel Webster, Wait, you're probably going to be a Is he referencing a Charlie Daniels song? Yeah, this person sure loves the 70s. Right? <laughs> so here's what I think's fun. Okay. Like, we've got this kind of popular idea that the devil is a gambler who pretty much always wins, right? Right. That's just known. That's just a fact. But if you look at literally any story in which the devil plays a game with someone he loses yeah he gets outsmarted yep it's like eh, fuck that just just fuck that that's that's i don't know where i'm going with that just i it's... also the devil was judging that contest mm -hmm. specifically and the devil went down to georgia so like he was the only person judging mm -hmm. and he's the father of lies I have a confession to make. Okay. Yeah. So when I was a little kid, my dad would listen to Charlie Daniels, right? And, you know, that song obviously was one of my favorite songs that Charlie Daniels sure. ever did. Right? Oh, sure. I don't know any other songs that Charlie Daniels He did, did a whole lot. I, I could, yeah. I'm but, sure he had other yeah, songs. Yeah. I just don't know. But The Devil Went Down to Georgia was the one that I liked the most. And every time I would listen to that song, I would never tell my father. I never said it out loud. The Devil's was totally cooler than Johnny's. Oh, yeah. Oh, I agree. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it had that, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was awesome. It was and, I mean, he had backup singers for fuck's right. sake. <laughs> well, he even says a band of demons joined in. Right. And it sounded something like this. Right. He had a bass line and shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, man. The fix was in. Yeah. It was. It was. There's something we're not being told here. <laughs> Clearly, we're hearing the story from Johnny's perspective. True. Oh, yeah, True. yeah, yeah. So, who knows what got omitted? Yeah, I mean, why did the devil go down to Georgia looking for a soul to steal? He was in a bind. He was way, he was way behind. And he was willing to make a deal. Which right. raises more questions. Like, what kind of operation is the devil running <laughs> that he's not meeting his his quarterly goals? Right. That's a good question. And like, who's he getting these souls for? Self? How are you behind? I mean, I guess he just sets his own metrics. That's a quota, like, yeah. That's good. I mean, that's that's a go-getter. Yeah, yeah, he sets yeah. his own. <laughs> the devil sets his own metrics for what he considers to be an accomplishment and <laughs> gets out of sorts he's enough to, to go to fucking Georgia if he's of way behind. Right. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're determined enough to want to face the risks and the long odds, there's a certain game the two of you could play to try to win the information you need. Yahtzee. First things first, though. 
We'll start off with a description of the summoning process, then get into the rules of the game, some tips for how to play, and finally, of course, the inevitable litany of arcane shit that might go horribly wrong. In order to contact your conversational partner, you'll need to go to a church at midnight. It doesn't matter what kind of church, large or small, old or new, liberal or conservative, just as long as you're sure it will be empty. The last thing you want... Does it have to be a Christian church? Uh, apparently, those are the only churches. Oh, that's fair. They've got large, small, old, new, liberal, and conservative, but they're only really churches if they're Christian and probably sure. only Baptist. <sighs> the last thing you want is for some preacher to walk in on you while you're in the middle of this. For the you're sake of the preacher's so well-being, as much as your own. The process will probably work best if you try it on a new moon, or a full moon, or Friday the 13th, or Halloween. You're just making this up as you go along. The actual day is less important than the psychological effect it has on you. As long as you don't try it on Christmas Eve or something stupid like that, you should be fine. But what, what, what does that have to do with it? I, apparently on Christmas you can't summon the devil. He's too busy being Santa. <laughs> <laughs> He's delivering toys to all the good girls and boys. That's right. <laughs> Satan, oh, it makes Santa. so much sense. It you can't sense. summon the devil. Because he's busy. On that close to Christmas because he's busy having his demons make all the toys. It all makes sense. It Thank does. you, David. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> Glad I could clear that up for you. Yeah, all this time. All this time. The red suit. I should have known. I should have known. <laughs> the time is important, though. You don't have to start or end your ritual at exactly 12 o'clock a.m. Greenwich Atomic Time or anything. <laughs> very loosey-goosey ritual. But yeah. as a general rule of thumb, you ought to show up a bit before midnight and have everything set up by no later than 10 or 15 after. Show <laughs> up a lot before midnight if you don't know how you're going to get in. Shockingly enough, most houses of God do tend to lock their doors at night, at least if no one's there to watch over them. And remember, we want empty. Got it? Get it? There are, of course, certain things you need to bring, and certain things you can't bring. For this ritual, you will need a full can of salt. Okay. You won't need to use all of it, but it's always better to have more than you need than to have less. You'll also need a full order of french fries. Yeah, you're going to be brining the shit out of some potatoes. <laughs> Seven candles, red or white being preferable. Something to light the candles with. You would be shocked how often people forget this. Occult that ritual or not, they aren't going yeah. to magically light themselves. A length of red string, rope, yarn, or thread. A full-length floor or wall mirror. What is a floor mirror? I don't know. And why do you want a full-length floor mirror? A floor like, mirror is, is a mirror with legs, I think. Right. Oh, sure. Oh, okay. A standing mirror. Right. right. Okay, that's much better. Yeah, because I was <laughs> thinking like in the, the 70s, like you'd see people with mirrored ceilings for, for fucking. Sure, <laughs> sure. Like the floor version of that, and that didn't yeah. make any sense to me. They're just standing mirrors. Oh, sure. Good deal, good deal. Okay, much less creepy. Full-length floor or wall mirror. Ideally, you'll want to find one of these already present in the church. They're a bit unwieldy to be lugging around with you during a break-in. However, if there really aren't any there, you'll have to bring your own. First off, nobody summons the devil by themselves. Right. Like, yeah. you should have some backup for your devil summoning. Oh, sure. well, I mean, you just need to make sure that there's people there to help perform the ritual. 
right? Mm-hmm. So if there's four of you breaking into a church, which we don't condone at Brain Worms, we don't condone breaking right. into churches. That's illegal. But if you do, you probably want to have a couple of hands there. You know, you're gonna need somebody on lookout. You know, you're definitely gonna, and, and you could carry in. Because you probably want a fancy one. Yeah, just for the right vibes. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it fucking right. Yeah, why would a church, just out of curiosity, why would a church have a standing floor mirror? In the, like, priest, like, in the back where they get ready so that they can make sure that they look okay before they go out? If that's the case, right? If that's the case, then they live there and you're, you're going to get caught by the priest or, or the priest. <laughs> and the police are going to get involved. And the police are going to get involved, and you're never going to get to talk to the devil. Right. I find this very suspect. Like, yeah. Why would, why yeah. would going to a church to summon the devil it just seems like they've watched one too many TV shows? I'm starting to think that maybe Casey Pierce isn't an expert on occult rituals. Yeah, I'm starting to gather that as well. Yeah, this person might be making it up as they go. Yeah, I mean, just real quick, a real quick perusal. David, is there goat's blood listed anywhere in the ingredients? No, no, those were it. That's it. Just candles, a floor mirror, and some salt. Right. And a rope. Right. Not a baby, not a goat. Yeah, I'm going to call bullshit. Yeah. They might just be trying to get us arrested. I think that's what it sounds like. It sounds like they're trying to lure people to break into churches so that they go to jail. Uh, you might also find it useful to bring some markers, pencils, paper, a flashlight, and any sort of tools that might be necessary to secure your entrance into the church. So like B&E stuff. So like bring a crowbar to B&E your way into the church, but sure. leave the goat's blood at home. Yeah. A guy I went to school with got mad because his girlfriend broke up with him and smashed through the all of the stained glass windows of the church in our small town. Wow. That's uh, totally out of proportion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it just reminds me of the Weird Al song, One More Minute. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd rather jump naked on a huge pile of thumbtacks. Stick an ice pick under a fingernail or two. You know, that's yeah, that's yeah. what it felt like. So let's let's continue with this ritual. Oh, yeah, Bullshit yeah. ritual. Okay. You will not be permitted to bring in any electronic or timekeeping devices. So you have to know that it's midnight. Yeah, yeah. Like that. I guess just take your Emotionally? watch off and leave it <laughs> at home. Do you just like drop your watch at the door of the church? What? I don't know. No, what you do is, all right, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. All right. So you do some pre-plotting, right? Uh-huh. And the way that you do that is, is you drive to the church. You figure out how long it takes you to get to the church, right? Mm-hmm. And then... What if there's more traffic than you expect? Why would there be traffic at that late? It happens. Well, then you just pick a church that's like out in the boonies. Right. Yeah. Don't do a downtown church. That would be... Yeah. On a downtown church. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you focus your attention on a church that's out in the sticks, you know, you kind of keep track of who's in and out on a regular basis, if they have security, if they have uh, an alarm system, because most modern churches and whatnot, they're going to have an alarm system. Yeah, you're going to get arrested. Yeah. You're going to go to jail, yeah. right? So, you know, make it a good conversation. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I doubt the defense of I was talking to the devil is going to get you out of trouble. No, <laughs> but you may not go to jail. <laughs> yeah, there's that. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
You will not be permitted to bring in any electronic or timekeeping devices. This includes all cell phones, smartphones, tablets, e-readers, MP3 players, PDAs, calculators, wristwatches, pocket watches, kitchen timers, hourglasses, etc., etc., etc. Seriously, it's worse than the SAT. So I can't bring a camera and, and milk this for content? Why do it? Nope. If you're one of those people that has your smartphone practically wired into your brain, don't worry. You can bring those things with you to the church as long as you leave them outside the room in which you will be doing the ritual. If you brought a flashlight, helpful for finding your way around without attracting unwanted attention, no, it's leave not. that outside too. Yeah, it's really not. If you're in a church in the middle of the night, literally at midnight, after having broken in and you've got a flashlight, someone's probably going to notice that. Yeah, like if you're, you know, if you're just a random driver by and you saw lights on, you'd be like, oh, that's weird. The lights are on at that church. It's late at night. You would be way more likely to react negatively if you saw the beam of a flashlight flicking around. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't. Like your average, yeah, citizen, no. I think, would be more concerned. I would be like, oh, shit, some asshole's trying to summon the devil. Because <laughs> sometimes churches have like lock-ins and shit where, you know, you, True. you stay yeah. the night in there. That's really the best idea. Let's just go to a lock-in. Mm -hmm. Smart. And then just go to a room where no one else is and then summon the devil while we're there. Oh, sure. Yeah. All right, you figured it out. We don't have to do a B and E now. How do we get invited to a lock-in in our late 30s and 40s? <laughs> uh, that, that's an entirely different and troubling question. Right, because I'm pretty <laughs> sure that most of those are revert, re reserved for like teenagers. <laughs> right. We just all have to become youth pastors. I'm out. Yep. I'm out. <sighs> Although I've said that if my hands were ever like damaged and I couldn't get full use of them, I would totally become an evangelist. Sure. Oh, sure. sure. And maybe get your hands clear, you know, like healed by the power of God. No, no, I'm just going to get rich. Oh, that too. <laughs> and then get like hand surgery. Nope. Nope. Just going to get rich. Fuck my hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's much better. More realistic than Doctor Strange. Yeah. <laughs> also, don't bring in any sort of religious paraphernalia to protect you, especially if it You're pertains in a church. to the Abrahamic religions. <laughs> you're in a church! And yes, if those gothy black cross earrings you're wearing are hanging right side up, they count. This you're author in a church! Has apparently never heard of St. Andrew. And if you have you're in a church! If you have any kind of holy symbols like that with you, the devil will simply refuse to show up. <laughs> Devil's a dick. And that is all the time that we have for this week. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to go to wegiveyoubrainworms.com, where you can find our Patreon. Support us financially. You can also jump into our funky, fresh Discord, etc., etc. We're very sorry, and thank you for listening. This has been a production of Brainworms Presents. Any copyrighted content contained within is used for purposes of review. Brainworms Podcast is David Combs, Kane Magdalene, Christian Schaefer, and Joseph Wells. The theme music is HodgePod Number no. 1 by Brian Davis. If you like what you heard, you can support us and learn about our other projects at WeGiveYouBrainworms.com or by leaving a review on your favorite listening app.
Thank <laughs> you.